So I've always said that history moves fast, but consequences are always very slow. In other words, we have been with Biden for a couple of years at this point, pretty much. And we're still feeling the effects of the four years of Donald Trump in many, many instances. The ongoing white supremacy that's raging all over this country is one thing. But in the smaller things that people don't think about, including just how much damage the Trump administration had done to the immigration process, the money that should have been spent on trying to find judges and find attorneys, more the money that should have been spent to try to create a better system to ensure that all these migrants can become American citizens, can become legal American citizens. All that money was instead being spent at the border for the stupid wall that was pointless. Instead, that money was being spent for law enforcement to enforce the blocking of migrants, to to enforce the blocking of immigrants trying to cross, even though, as a reminder, per international law, it is legal for someone seeking asylum to enter the United States by any means and basically seek their asylum that way. As a reminder, but more money has been spent on the enforcement part as opposed to the helping part. And even though this budgeting has increased under Biden, it's just not enough and there's a lot of catching up to do. And another one of the consequences from the Trump administration was the Remain in Mexico policy, which forced people to live at the border, which forced people to stay in Mexico. And that's why you have all those people from the four years that this was happening, four and a half years, to make their next attempt to enter the United States. So these numbers, they are really large numbers, but this was expected large numbers. And it was caused by the very same people who were complaining about the crisis right now. The very same Republicans that were cheering and were applauding that, you know, the migrants who are stuck in Mexico are suddenly complaining that there's an influx of said migrants entering the country. What did you all think was going to happen? What did you think was going to happen? And Pete Buttigieg pointed this out a couple days ago at a conference in Texas where he says that people like DeSantis, it has become much more advantageous of them to point out the problem than it is to actually provide the solutions. And here's an example. With these migrants being bused to different, you know, to different places in the Northeast to make a point or whatever. Now, this is the All Lives Matters group, right? This is the party for All Lives Matter and how every life is sacred and hence why abortions should not even be a thing in this country. If you truly believe that All Lives Matter, then why in the hell are you trying to make it obscenely more difficult for these migrants and these, you know, these people from other countries to seek a better life? Why are we making things more difficult? And then the stupid counter-argument is, well, we're putting them in more liberal places where they, they could afford to watch these people. Okay, 
then why is there no communication between Arizona, Texas, and Florida to these other places? Why is there no communication in advance? Why doesn't the governor of Texas, why doesn't Abbott just call up somebody, maybe in like Minnesota, some somewhere in Vermont, and say, hey, I have a number of migrants that would be interested in visiting and moving into your state. Would it be okay if I send them? No, because the cruelty is the point. The point of the matter is that this has become the new hot wire topic that will get them the political points for the midterms, and that's that. They want this problem to persist, they want these people to suffer, and they want these migrants to have to turn to dark measures in order for them to survive, which includes your, you know, ongoing ongoing uh, reliance on food stamps, ongoing reliance on government you know, on government help and potentially relying on crime. They want this to happen. They are yearning for this to happen. And so therefore, once these migrants who have been put in a terrible situation, who are waiting years in order to be legal and have more options on how to live their lives, they want them to have to go into dark corners and seek dark avenues in order to justify their means, in order to justify their existence in a country that is becoming overwhelmingly more expensive. They want this to happen because it would present a brand new problem for them to to key in on as the midterms, as the next presidential election happens. And then once they get their power back, if they ever get their power back, they can use these moments to just continue gaining more power for themselves. This is what this is. The immigrant issue, right, the supposed migration crisis has been happening all century long. It has been happening under Bush, Obama, and Trump. This is not a new issue. And what happened under the Trump years? Next to nothing. There was no increased attempts to litigate the process. There was no... It's There was no effort to try to make it easier for these people to become American citizens so they can start working and start paying their taxes. No, none of this happened. Instead, what was the major thing that happened under the Trump years? Lots of st- stupid battles on Twitter and those infamous tax cuts in which we're still paying for today. They don't want to solve this problem. And that's what drives me crazy. A presidential hopeful and Ron DeSantis does not want to solve the this problem. He doesn't want to. This guy wants to be the president of the United States, wants to rule the country for four years, and has yet to actually provide a solution on how it should be easier for these people who want to become Americans. They want to be Americans. There is no effort in providing solutions on how to improve this process. This guy wants to be president. And that is supremely dangerous because any politician who just likes shouting problems and not provide solutions is not in it to try to improve the country. They're just in it to better themselves. They're just in it to better their families, their friends, and that's really about it. And that's what makes DeSantis 
such a terrible, terrible politician and what makes him a credible threat to the migration movement. What makes him a threat to Latin Americans that are still reeling from the last century of U.S. involvement. Because as I've always said, the United States have been directly involved with nearly every Central and South American country in terms of supporting fascists, supporting right-wing military governments, as opposed to trying to, you know, as opposed to trying to just leave them alone and allow the people to vote who they want to vote. And yes, I'm talking about them socialist and them, you know, connected to communist. And it is what it is. Yes, there are failed examples like your Venezuela. But then there's your examples of those who have succeeded like your Bolivia. But the United States have been directly involved with all these conflicts. And so then they also, at the same time, do not want to receive these immigrants and these migrants, these victims of said U.S.-sponsored violence. And it just it's just absolutely mind-numbingly frustrating that this superpower just pushes these other countries around and refuses to pay for the consequences. Even Brazil in 2018 had some U.S. involvement in the jailing of Lula. There's, there was a report from last year. And it's so it's still going on. It still happens. There was the attempted coup. There was the the coup that happened in Bolivia. There was the coup attempt that happened in Venezuela. This stuff is still happening. So it's absolutely stupid and frustrating. As I've said, that no one speaks against the United States' involvement in other governments. And yet they complain that these people are heading towards U.S. soil in pursuit of a better life. Make it make sense, guys. Make it make sense. It's just so sad. It's it's just... It's so sad that these migrants are being treated like political pawns. These are just families trying to find a better life. That's all they are. They are not criminals... They are not people that are wanted for murder or heinous crimes that are trying to escape to the United States. These are, these are simple, innocent families. That, it's as simple as that. They deserve significantly better. They deserve our help. The richest country in the world can afford to help these people. But there's an entire political party that still treats them like villains and still treats them like they're part of the problems that plague this country when that's not the case. These jet-flying billionaires out in California do significantly more damage to the U.S. economy and to the environment than all these families that are, that are entering the United States. Two million people were at the border. Okay, cool. Those two million people still would have less of a negative effect towards the United States than a handful of these tech giants out in San Francisco. Guaranteed. 
How can you be mad at this family seeking a better life and not say shit when Bill Gates has a house in the Northwest out by Seattle with imported sand? And I mean, he wanted sand from a specific region in another part of the world imported to his beach that's next to his house. Which cost more? Those two million people are probably that importing of sand for an entire beach for one man's house. Which one does more damage? That's just one of his houses. That's just one billionaire. Jeff Bezos is literally buying houses. Why would the richest man of the world be purchasing more houses? For what? If you really want to look at who is responsible for most of the problems, it is not those people crossing the border. It is not. It never has been. And it's kind of wild that the Republicans don't even go after your Bezos or your Bill Gates because these are people that are considered leftist, like Democratic. But that's what it is. These Republicans, these Republican politicians want to be these people. They want to have that amount of money. They want to possess that amount of power and that amount of push and pull in which they can pretty much do whatever they want. That's what they want to do. Most of the people that invaded the Capitol on that infamous day, they were not poor people that supported Trump. They were well, decent, money-making people that were just afraid of losing that little bit of power. And that's what it is. These politicians want this amount of money and power that is gained by the select few. Regardless of what that person's political party is, they'll always defend them because they want to be them. Notice the Republicans hardly went after Bloomberg when he was running for president, even though he was a billionaire. But they sure as hell went after Bernie Sanders. Now, why is that? (laughs) Why is that, guys? They went after Biden. They went after Bernie. But they didn't go after Bloomberg. You don't go after the rich people you want to emulate. Those are the people you have to look after. But as I've said, the point of the busing of these migrants is the cruelty. It's the cruelty and it's trying to, it's the attempted creations of more problems. And it's such a such a sad state. And that's why and that's why in these midterms, these people have to lose. And they have to lose big. They have to lose significantly big. We have to stop DeSantis at his tracks, and it starts at the midterms. We have to send a message that this type of stuff is unacceptable. This political party that just points out problems, this pattern has to stop. They need to seek a different strategy. They need to see a different way on how to improve the country without trying to drown others in the process. It's, it's, it's depressing. 
I've actually stopped making these for a while because it was just so depressing to see this happen. It's so, it's just, it's terrible. Let these people live their lives. Let these people go to where they want to go. Let them claim their asylum. I've actually worked, I've actually worked with somebody who was a political, uh, who sought political asylum from Venezuela. And I shudder to think that she could have been, you know, if she had tried to enter the country at a different time, that she would have been one of those people that was flown under false pretenses to a completely different part of the country. That would piss me off. And she's a perfectly fine person. Register to vote, I beg of you. These people have to go. This country was founded on immigration and slavery, but that conversation is for another day. And these migrants and this country deserve significantly better than this shitty-ass political party who's continuing their moral corruption. There's a uh, recent report that revealed that Christianity is going to no longer be a dominant religion in, in the United States within within the next 40 years. And although there are a lot of factors as to why, stuff like this is definitely among the top reasons. The political party that loudly screams about God the most is the one that's doing the most damage to people in general. Get out and vote, guys. Save this. Save Florida. Save. Save us all, please. <laughs>